This is KYUK Public Radio for the Yukon-Kuskokwim Delta. I'm Evan Erickson. Among Alaska teens, nicotine consumption is on the rise, primarily through vapes and smokeless tobacco products like Snuff or Ikmik. Higher taxes on tobacco and other nicotine products are linked to lower consumption among young people. But as KYUK's Sage Smiley reports, the city council in Bethel is divided about whether to widen the scope of the city's tax on tobacco to include non-tobacco nicotine products like vapes or nicotine pouches. When Bethel City Council first approved a tobacco tax more than a decade ago, council members said they hoped the additional cost might discourage tobacco use in Bethel. But 12 years later, it's not clear whether the tax has had any effect on how many people purchase and consume tobacco in the city. As a tobacco user, and I have been a smoker, and I don't plan on quitting anytime soon. Rose Henderson is a Bethel City Council member. You know, I, I kind of sat back and accepted everything that ha- was thrown at smokers with all these taxes and everything else and hiking the prices. It's not discouraging people from smoking. People are still smoking. They're just suffering in other ways. Because they have to take, if they're on a fixed budget, they have to take from one area to cover this area. It's ridiculous. According to the State Department of Health, around one quarter of adults in Alaska use tobacco or nicotine products in any given year. But in southwest Alaska, that rate is almost double. In fact, the region has some of the highest adult tobacco and nicotine product consumption in the state. Of total usage, vapes, smokeless tobacco products, and other non-tobacco nicotine products represent a small fraction. But in recent years, vape use has been on the rise among teenagers, even as it stayed level in adult populations. In Bethel, tobacco products other than cigarettes are taxed by what's called an excise tax, a tax on certain goods that's paid by the distributor. Cigarettes are also taxed, but at a different rate. As non-tobacco nicotine products have grown in popularity in recent years, other municipalities have been updating their codes to include all forms of nicotine under tobacco taxes, as city clerk Lori Strickler explained to Bethel council members. So we had a local um, store reach out to us on uh, this occasion and then a prior occasion um, asking if certain products fell under what is defined as tobacco by our code. And the Federal Drug Administration just last year amended their definition of tobacco products to include non-tobacco, like non-traditional tobacco products, and and pulled in the chemical tobacco um, under their regulation. Nicotine products that aren't tobacco, like vapes or nicotine pouches, aren't currently taxed in Bethel in the same way tobacco products like chewing tobacco or cigars are. But that could change after the council voted 4-3 to on February 13th in favor of holding a public hearing on a change to local Local code that would add vapes, nicotine pouches, and other non-tobacco nicotine products to the definition of tobacco. If passed, those products would be included in Bethel's 45% tobacco excise tax. Henderson didn't support it and says she disagrees with lumping in vaping with nicotine products that can help people quit smoking or chewing tobacco. I agree how terrible vaping is. Vaping is worse than smoking a cigarette. But in throwing in vaping with these nicotine pouches that people are using, I don't think that's fair to those users. There are people who have quit chewing snuff and gone to these nicotine pouches. One, they're cheaper and they don't have to use as many. Plus, Henderson says she's concerned about the potential impact to Bethel's small businesses that distribute nicotine products. 
Jasmine Rios, a small business owner, was the sole member of the public to speak at the February 13th meeting. She said she doesn't want to add vapes and other non-tobacco nicotine products to the excise tax. Just concerned that, you know, an increase of more taxes, customers might resort to buying online and these purchases come alongside gasoline, food, beverages and very other goods. And it could, you know, add for them to not go into the stores because we keep adding more taxes when it comes to tobacco products. Council member Beth Hessler works at the Yukon-Kuskokwim Health Corporation and says she's seen firsthand how addictive vaping can be for kids. And she says that's her priority, not the potential revenue. Well, I would not want the city to start thinking, oh, this is going to help us gain a lot of income. But I would be for discouraging how easy it is to get Bethel's tobacco tax has brought in over a half million dollars per year since mid-2019. Hessler says she thinks keeping the tax even across tobacco and nicotine products is the balanced way to approach the problem. If we don't and it's cheaper than the regular cigarettes and, and nicotine that's available, could our young people or adults, whoever, just go to that more because of the cheapness of it? I think it's fair to include that in the excise tax. While Bethel's council mulls changes to the local tobacco excise tax, cancer survivors and anti-tobacco advocates spent much of the day on February 20th lobbying at the state capitol in Juneau for an across-the-board increase to state taxes on tobacco products. In a press release, the American Cancer Society's Emily Ninon said that e-cigarettes weren't even on the U.S. market 20 years ago and said a comprehensive approach to tobacco prevention is critical to regaining ground, especially in youth prevention. Bethel City Council will hold a public hearing on the new proposed excise tax on February 27th. In Bethel, I'm Sage Smiley. Alaska state troopers say no arrests have been made in connection with reported burglary and Queethlook of more than $50,000 in cash, which also caused thousands of dollars in damages. Troopers say the Queethlook Incorporated building was broken into at around 5.30 on the evening of Sunday, January 28th. The building serves as the offices of the local village corporation. Troopers declined to provide any specifics about the incident on February 20th and say the investigation is ongoing. Bristol Bay is getting a full-time drug investigator. The Alaska Department of Public Safety's Commissioner James Cockrell says the investigator, a state trooper, will focus on reducing the flow of illegal drugs like fentanyl throughout the region. So essentially, that person will be focused on um, enforcing the drug laws in the Bristol Bay region and working with our task force around the state. A press release last month from the U.S. Department of Justice stated that law enforcement had seized enough fentanyl entering Bristol Bay to kill the entire region over the last two years. And Cockrell says that as part of a federal investigation into a major drug ring in Alaska, 10 arrests were made in Dillingham in January alone. The highly potent drug has contributed to rising overdose deaths statewide. Cockrell says that drugs move from Anchorage to Dillingham before traveling to smaller communities in the region. He says the investigator will work with other troopers, federal and local law enforcement, 
as well as coordinate with state wildlife troopers to curb drug trafficking on commercial fishing boats in the summer. In the summertime, we know that a lot of drugs are going into Dillingham area through the fishing fleet and through the air travel in and out of Dillingham. So they're going to also not only be focused on enforcing the fisheries, they're also going to look for um, potential drugs either on, on the vessels or if we get tips like Clark's Point or, or Epoch Beach, some of the areas that they'll be patrolling. The decision to staff an investigator comes after Cockrell traveled to Dillingham late last year, along with then-interim head of the Village Public Safety Officer Program, Joel Ward. They heard from community members about policing concerns in the region, including the influx of drugs. Cockrell says that after that visit, he and Ward met with the director of the Alaska State Troopers and the director of the Troopers Drug Enforcement Unit and decided to fill the role. Cockrell says that the department has secured housing for the investigator and is in the hiring process. The investigator is set to begin either this spring or early this summer. This is KYUK News. I'm Evan Erickson. Koyana for listening. Please share your news tips, comments, or suggestions. You can email us at news at kyuk.org or message us on Facebook. And stay tuned for Yuktun Ganumchit coming up.